Hello, friends, and blessings to you this second week of Advent. I hope you're finding this season of promise and reflection to be rich as we journey together toward the manger. Today, I'd like to start by reading a short poem by a friend of mine, John Minan, who is a campus minister at UVM and who attends Church at the Well with his family. I love this poem because it says so much about Advent, about the inbreaking of God's kingdom on earth, and it does so in so very few words. In fact, it's a haiku. There are only three lines, so don't miss it. Here we go. Connected to man by an umbilical cord, God entered the world. Let me read that one more time for us. Connected to man by an umbilical cord, God entered the world. This poem segues nicely, I think, to the passage that we'll be soaking in today in the Gospel of Luke, where an angel appears to Mary to announce to her the good news that through her, a Savior will be born. So whatever you might be doing right now, I want to invite you to stop and take a deep breath with me in order just to shift your focus toward what God might want to be speaking to you through this passage. Would you breathe with me? Let's inhale. And exhale. And breathe in. And release. As you listen to this passage, imagine yourself in Mary's shoes. What is she seeing? What is she hearing? What is she thinking? And what is she feeling? Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. 
Then the angel left her. You know, when angels show up in scripture, the typical response on the part of humans is fear. And this is the case here with Mary. I imagine it would be the case with me too. Even though the angel assures her that she is highly favored with God, there is still at first this initial reaction of fear. She's really not sure how this meeting with the angel Gabriel is going to turn out. It's interesting to me that sometimes the good things that God is doing in our lives can first appear as somewhat fearful. This is because, I think, we see things only from our limited human perspective instead of from a fully clear heavenly perspective. So I'd like to ask you, is there something right now in your life that is causing you some fear, but which in fact might be something God wants to use for great good? Would you take a moment to ponder this? One of the things the angel tells Mary is that no word of God ever fails. And Mary believed this. And she responded, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. What stands out to me about her response is its definitiveness. There's no waffling. There's no laying out of conditions. There's no, hmm, let me think about that. She simply says, yes. Of course, there were going to be hardships ahead. This wasn't going to be simple or easy. But she still said yes. I wonder what invitation God might be putting to you or has been putting to you lately, right now perhaps, that you might want to say yes to. Perhaps it has to do with the very thing you fear. Whatever he's inviting you into, you probably don't fully understand the details of how it's going to work out. But if God is the one behind the invitation, you can rest assured that your stepping into it will bear good fruit. And you can know for a fact that he'll help you along the way and that he'll provide exactly what you need. I'd like to take a few moments for us just to consider what God's invitation for each one of us might be today or in this season. Maybe it's a little invitation, or maybe it's a really big one. Take a moment to let God put that invitation on your heart, 
Perhaps in these moments you can talk to him about it as Mary talked to the angel. And when you're ready, if you're ready, this is a time when you can say yes. Let's close with a prayer. Lord, thank you for Mary's humble, simple faith. Thank you for her faithfulness. Help us to be like her, ready to listen to your words spoken to us, ready to receive the invitation of that word, ready to say yes to what you ask. This Advent, help us also to be bringing forth new life into the world. May we, like Mary, be bearing Jesus into the broken situations that we enter, whatever we do and wherever we go. Amen.